what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello, welcome to Break Up a Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by the top students of the X-Men Mutants Academy. Nick Baby. Oof, good evening. Hello. I'm beaming in via 5G from his Bill Gates Tower. It's the vessel formerly known as Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, have you heard about our Lord and Saviour Bill Gates? <laughs> I can't wait to join the calls on Saturday. Oh, mate. <laughs> have you got, you got a Microsoft machine at your house? Got an Xbox? Got, got a PC? Got a couple of Xboxes. Do you want another one? <laughs> <laughs> I've got another one coming with Rachel's phone contract. Got another Xbox One with it. I was like, yes, I've got one for myself. <laughs> nah. You're still a big behind. Generation behind. I don't even. That doesn't really matter to me. Well, I was going to say, as long as you can like use it, like stream stuff. That's the main thing, really. Even if you just put it in your bedroom as like a another way. That's the way. I, that's, the, that's the only way I really use my PS4 at the moment. To be honest, I don't, uh, I literally main purpose is to stream, to stream yeah, rather than at, play. at the moment we need to get Joel to bring his Xbox down to watch the WWE Network, which is annoying because since PS3 doesn't work on that anymore. I'm like, oh. oh yeah, uh, forgot about that. Yeah. Got another one coming now, so it's all good. It's all good. All good. You How are you doing it? this evening, lads? Oh, amazing. How are you? Good. <laughs> Do you know what? Whenever you say that, we've been doing this, what, for well over a year now as us, as us three. Um, whenever you say lads, I was not sure if you say Lance or lads. <laughs> so I never, ever go first. I always wait for Lance to go first. And Kate, I, I, can you just clarify, is it lads or Lance? Lads. Uh, you just, should I just say lids? Lids. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's me being my English, uh, the southern English snob. As I say, we've been doing it for well over, well over a year. Every, every time I just, I just think Lance or, Lance. I just. Say Lance for me. Lance. 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 You nearly had it on that second one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, nice bit of a uh, geography. How would uh, you say my last name? Um, usually, I was pr- uh, pronounced that wrong. Rivera. That's it. That's that's spot on. That's the best pronunciation of Ray. <laughs> People say all sorts. I've had Ravu. 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 That I've was Riviera. I'm sure I've heard online somebody call you Riviera. Yeah, that's the one I get most. Riviera. I think I've called you Riviera, Riviera when I was hosting the only because I panic. And I was like, <laughs> I'm joined by the uh, Playboy Friendship. <laughs> I just I just go by anything now at this point. <laughs> I remember then also as well. I kept calling you uh, James to act like it was part of a Batista Triple H feed when they used to call each other Hunter and Dave. <laughs> Who? I've never heard of him. Who's that? Been <laughs> out. Or this is this isn't uh, this, this isn't uh, Phil Brooks. This is uh, Phil Brooks talking to Paul. Of- 
gone. We have got a fun show. It's not all about geography and where we're from this evening. It's a fun show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we do have a few quickies before we get into our main chat, so yeah, it's a bit, 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 some of it's quite old news, but we haven't talked about it, so NXT have introduced their own version of the women's title. I thought that was strange. I thought they could have done it, if they wanted to do it. Why didn't they just have the tournament? If they knew, because they must have known that they wanted to have these belts made, because they, they look nice, so they haven't just rushed them out. Or did they... The belts got told. They got told the belts weren't going to be made in time, so they <laughs> said, "Oh, you'll have a title shot, then we'll give you the belts next week." <laughs> but I thought the the whole point of the women's tag titles was that it would go across the mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's well, it's not now. Yeah, uh, it would have made sense for um, Kai and. Um, Raquel Gonzalez to win the main titles, and then they just live on NXT for a couple of months. Oh, they on the main roster for it. That's what I thought was going to happen. But yeah, so did yeah, I. They're nice looking belts, though. They are. Yeah, and they are. Yeah, the, the, the good belts. I, I completely agree. I, I quite. I really like the uniqueness of having like guys come down to NXT, and I think as well. It gets the um, some of the NXT before the NXT sort of talent gets pushed up to the main roster. At least mm. then the mainstream kind of audience kind of gets introduced to who these tag teams might be. And I think if they can actually hold the, hold the belts, it would really, um, obviously really get them over as well. Um, and it would really, well, give the NXT again, that push like it had on Survivor Series 2019. I know then there's the flip side of the argument that people think, well, hang on then, surely it's, um, then it's sort of uh, kind of almost de- degrading the main roster because you're saying, well, mm. if NXT, surely the whole purpose of NXT is to get out of NXT because you want to go to the main roster. So I can kind of get it for that point of view. But yeah, I mean, for me, I would personally have just loved from a wrestling point of view and from seeing good wrestling, I, I like the um, fact of, yeah, having them across all three brands because it had like, a, it made them a bit more unique to the other belts now, especially for the main women's tag team division. I do worry again about it. Um, mm. I think it, the only way I can think they try and save it is maybe push a few because the NXT women's tag team, they've actually got a good stable division, whereas the main roster doesn't. So either they might have to push one or two tag teams up maybe to, uh, that's the only way I can see. I mean, I'm trying to think of teams already at the top of my living on SmackDown. You've got one, I know, two tag teams, the right squad and there's, Natalie there's, and Tim. As I said, it's just true together now to me and her and Natalia. Yeah. That's a, yeah. There's only, only one proper like, a tag team that you could, and that's the Riot Squad, who actually you would associate as a proper tag team. Mm. Um, and I can't think of anything else really. Raw, obviously, yeah. the Raw ta- current tag team champions, but is there any? I can't think of any others on Raw at the moment. Um, and I think, yeah, well, they obviously yeah. had the Iconics, but they, they, for some reason, decided to to uh, end and that. Broke them up and then not done anything with either of them. So, apart from uh. the, here's my CV and head. <laughs> <laughs> Resume. <laughs> <laughs> Resume. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is, it's exactly. I think one thing's for sure, we will get some good tag team. I think NXT will book the division, the tag team division a lot better. And already we've, it was a great, we saw how good the tournament was. And for instance, the match this week, I thought was a great, a great tag team match. And I know I can get why they've kind of lost the belts already. Cause you've already seen um, Raquel Gonzalez. Now is going to get into a feud with Io Shirai which mm. I think we've all kind of seen coming since she beat Rhea Ripley, that she was going to go into the, a, a feud at some point with Io Shirai. And I suspect 
Uh, this could be the, the the passing of the belt with potentially Oshirai moving up to the main roster. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and then it seems like Undisputed Era is over officially. Oh, I'm sad. So, so where do we see the storyline going? Because so, just... Kyle O'Reilly looks badass. But... He does, yeah. Yeah. but I've got no idea where it's headed. Oh, it's I don't even have well, a, like, an inkling. It's hard to call. I mean, I quite like the fact that it's not how going out. Sometimes I think the wrestling is good. Uh, how how it's um, well, it's, it's not. It's gone how I didn't plan, which is always a good thing. I think sometimes it's nice to throw curveballs. I'm at that stage now. I'm a bit worried that they're not going to do anything of note with it. They've already changed Roderick Strong's obviously theme and ring gear. And if I'm honest, he looked a bit. I think he's come out of it looking quite poor in all of this. He's basically been buried completely, Roderick Strong, with like with last week with um, Finn Balor basically saying, well, you're never going to be a leader and you're probably never going to carry the belt, which he's, he's kind of been buried. O'Reilly did look badass. I mean, I'm <clears> hoping <throat> they've now proper established him as a main eventer. I uh, loved his new look. But with Adam Cole, it's interesting because he did say in an interview, now this is, could just be me, getting ahead of myself and probably it's WWE so they probably don't mean anything by it but <laughs> well the what I what my takeaway was from Adam Cole before he had the match was he said he got he said the undisputed era is over when he says it's over and he said he's got rid of the dead wood and we're new forgetting about be a new one. well we're forgetting about Bobby Fish as well um who are, who are a big, big fan of I know he, I don't know how long he's out injured for I don't know if you guys know any uh, read anything I about have not read anything about that so, so and, and to be fair, Cole kept the the attire kind of. Well, he did have come out of his old sort of UE attire, and he also um, came out to the theme tune. So my wishful thinking is a hope that the undisputed era is still going to be a thing, and maybe potentially we, we are. What are we? We're under a month away from Mania. Hopefully, Cole goes on his own. Maybe Cole goes up with a new undisputed era on the main roster, and it keeps O'Reilly and strong on NXT to build them up as stars, single stars, and then there might be scope for them to go up and join the Undisputed Era in the future. So, But would it not just feel like when the Nexus broke up and then you had the core, mm. the new Nexus, it was like... Mm. Kind of, you, you do, like an, 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 an NWA thing where they have the wolf pack and the <sighs> Hollywood, red, white, whatever they call it. <laughs> like the 20 factions coming out of the world. I'm not, I'm not liking the sounds of that, I won't lie to you. <laughs> it's yeah it, it could be it depends on who then this is if you just make a random stable then yeah it can lead to disaster but i think if they can be careful as i say keep them as the maybe just keep obviously i think i suspect they'll probably go to a triple threat match um with uh at um at takeover one of the takeover nights a triple threat between o'reilly strong and cole that's potentially the way i look at it uh which i'd like to see o'reilly go over then the night after Mania or the Smackdown after Mania Cole's on the main roster and you can give him maybe a tag team to work with like a good tag team um, you right, could pretend, the ones that spring to mind maybe Ziggler and Rude but I, I don't know mm. it's a tough one there's not really a lot out there that he could work with there's, well that's what that's why I asked because it was a bit like who, who would you put him with the only ones I could think of is Ziggler and Rude, or even if you I think, go I, I think he could have a great a feud with Alistair Black, just rekindle that one a couple of years yeah. ago. Just like redo the whole 
feud. It's been a couple of years, and that was on NXT. But where is Alistair Black doing... at the moment? Well, that's the, we don't know where he. I'm hoping that after Mania, they're gonna there's, oh, there's going to be a lot of people come back. There's going to be. I think after Mania, what they really need to do is just do a complete restart of 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 all. Because at the moment, it's poor the product um, mm. on the main roster. NXT, in my my opinion, is still going strong. That will always be stable. That'll always be strong. But I think they need to really, yeah, sort out, yeah, just sort out. Uh, I think everything kind of on the main roster. So I'm hoping it'll be a complete fresh start after main. Well, it's a good opportunity for them to do a fresh fresh start. And I think wrestlers like Cole can can really yeah be a big part of that. All right, then away from WWE, uh, Impact Wrestling Sacrifice pay-per-view, Impact Unified, Rich Swans, Impact World Championship with Moose's NT, uh, N- NTA. NTA? NTA. Right, TNA. TNA. <laughs> NTA. With, with Moose's NTA. <laughs> oh, have you got that oh, from TNA? Wait, I've just written it down wrong and I just read it. <laughs> and Moose's TNA world title. <laughs> with Rich Rich Swan becoming the first unified Impact Unified World Champion, so do you think Rich Swan was the correct winner? With Moose being like Mister Impact, and... I think oh. he, just because it's a better match for Kenny Omega. You don't think Kenny Omega versus Moose would have been a good match? I think. No, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good match, but I just think him and Rich Swan would gel better because they're both going to be like dead quick and mm. bouncing off the walls kind of deal. Heel versus heel as well, if it was Omega versus Moose. Moose has been, I mean, for me, I've only started watching Impact Wrestling since the whole mm. crossover with with Impact. And to be fair, I'm still going strong. I'm still enjoying it uh, more than I thought I would. Um, and Moose is one who's come across already as a, as a good, like, heel, but just one of those heels that's not even like a, like a comedy heel, just a straight ass, doesn't give a shit kind of hill, which I like. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, yeah, I think kind of having him against one of the biggest hills in the whole industry at the moment in Kenny Omega, I don't think would work. Um, whereas Omega versus Swan, Swan, um, and they, they did have great, I called it hard to kill. They had great chemistry in that six man tag match. And I said straight away, well, I think for the mm. next pay-per-view, it could be Omega versus Swan. So I, I think it will be, as, as Lance said, it will be a better match. You could say maybe it might. You could have told a better story potentially with um with Moose. Um, obviously, no, then you have to try and get around the heel versus heel kind of route. But yeah, Omega versus Swan will be brilliant. And I think for as well for for those fans out there going, oh, Rich Swan, he was only a he was only a Northern News in WWE. He is an absolute talent, Rich Swan. Some of his matches on on in and two hundred five, and I really do think that two hundred five kind of went a bit well went down the pan was was no coincidence when Rich Swan left in my opinion because mm-hmm. I think he is a really talented wrestler yeah definitely and if Rich Swan's ever listening to this I'm sorry for coming up to you really really drunk at <laughs> WrestleMania Cup <laughs> and trying to get to get your autograph I'm sure you he's won't see the hell's this there's a story <laughs> he's not sorry in the slightest <laughs> not really well Joel gave me his wrestling encyclopedia and he had a tag for Matt Seidel and a tag for Rich Swan, and it said, "If you see them, I want these pages signed." So I saw Rich Swan talking to Tyson T Bone, so I was like, "I grabbed this book and just ran across <laughs> the room." <laughs> so I got Rich Swan to sign the book, and then Tyson T Bone signed something, and then uh, Ollie and Luke from Wrestle Talk came over, and I was like, "I'll talk to them for a bit." But I was really drunk by the time this came on, so I had to have like three beers just to. Cut. 
wrestler. I don't know. I was pretty. <laughs> I had three beers just to calm down to do the the live interviews. So, <laughs> so I was pretty drunk oh at the end of the day. <laughs> so how you did my like I told us in the interview and Joe Hendry, and then when we got there, he goes, "Oh, yeah, it's Eddie Edwards and um, yeah, Eli Drake, <laughs> and, uh, Trevor Lee." And I was like, "Oh, I haven't prepared anyone for anything else." So, <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit scary. It's the first time ever doing live interviews when when one of them's Eli Drake, and it's like, oh. <laughs> such a presence. <laughs> All right, so then we said that. At Rebellion pay per view next month, so it'll be Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega, champion versus champion, title versus title. They haven't said it will be a unification, which I'm doubting it will be because they won't unify the title again. But, but I, just, I can't wait for this. So I think it's. But I just think Mr. Impact Moose versus Mr. AW could have just. Do you think they'll actually unify the titles? Do you think? No. Think I, think I think they've just unified the Impact title titles, so I don't think they'll unify them again. I think, uh, yeah, but I think the better story will be Kenny become the belt collector, as we discussed a while ago. Yeah, seems to be the they're going down. So. It makes sense. I'd, I'd I'd take it, but I'm just wondering if they they all want to keep it separate for now. Then they'll have a dusty finish. Yeah, he probably yeah. Then come with the belt collector. How do you get all these belts back off people? Yeah, and that's what I was. I, it's gonna. Just I like, think they have, they have to go on like a loser streak. Mm, it'll be. I think it'll be a good way. The good thing about, yeah, there's there's so many options you can go down as well. So and it's really really exciting. And the thing is, we've never seen anything like this, have we? In in my in wrestling, sort of. Well, certainly in recent Austin wrestling, Aries did it. Well, two promotions. He had loads of belts. He went round the Indies and just got everybody's belts, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, no, I think. Well, I mean, this is more. Like, I mean, we've actually got a genuine sort of like kind of almost like a big general rival to WWE. It's oh, kind right. of the whole this is, yeah, it's, it's not slagging off the indie scene or anything like that. It's just generally, I mean, I've never in like terms of big, almost striking, like we, we've never had something this big before, in my opinion, in wrestling, in recent wrestling anyway. We've yeah. actually got genuine rivals to WWE. It, it, lots of fans are going to be watching from around the world. It, it is really, really exciting time. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all for how where this angle does go. Definitely. <laughs> and you can hear our, our full reviews done by Stephen of the Sacrifice pay per view. It's on our website, bbgwrestling.com. And lastly, um, so if you're a fan of athletic big man wrestling, I would recommend you watch MLW's Never Say Never on the 31st of March. Because the main event is Joseph, Joseph Jacob ha, Jacob Fatu versus Calvin Tangman in the for the world title match, and it's going to be yeah, two of the best athletic big men in the game at the moment. Go check that out. <coughs> we're back with the first round of our quiz after a word from this week's sponsor, Podgo. Podgo. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for an ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add the podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of your application. This is Raymundo, the great Raymundo. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Hi, 
Uh, it's time for the first round of a question sports entertainment. I am question master this week. Hooray! 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 Hold on, did I okay. win last week? No, you're question master last week. No, I wasn't. I won last week. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Do you yes, beat me? Okay. Yeah, I beat you. Cool. <laughs> Good. I'm the champion. Uh, okay, so here's the question. Right, so I want you to name wrestlers who have won the world titles in both WWE and Impact. So for WWE, I'm working for WWE World Universal NXT, just to make the numbers up. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, for Impact, it goes back to 2002, so it does include the NWA le- legacy as well. Okay. So, cool. So- Alright, so Lance, you're first. Do you want, yeah, do you want to go, your champion? Do you want to go first or second? I will go. I'll, oh, I'll go second. I'll go second. Okay. So I'm going first, am I? Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. just great. Um, I will go for <laughs> Christian Cage. Yes. He was um, the. Yeah, he had the NWA version of the title. Right. I'm going to go for <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Yes. Um, I'm hoping this quiz is done in aid of recent sort of um, history. So I'm going to go for um, uh, Bobby Lashley. Yes. Yes. I'm going to go for AJ Styles. Yes. Oh, yeah. Two, two. Um, You said NXT, right? So I'll go Mm -hmm. for Bobby Roode. Yeah. Does the ECW title count? No. No. <laughs> but the NXT one does? Yeah. NXT. Right, okay. Um, but, uh, I am struggling now. I had one in my mind. And... Some huge names on there. Oh my god, I just can't think now. Oh my god, I've, I've literally, my mind's gone blank. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's people like I can't think of anyone who's won the WWE title. Oh, it's t- it could be WWE World Universal or NXT. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awful. Um, I re- really can't think of anyone. Mm-hmm. To give up? <laughs> I can't give up. Um, oh, do you know what? I just I'll just say Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. I, no. I know he hasn't, but no. oh. <laughs> That annoys me that Matt Hardy doesn't count. Um, Kurt Angle? Oh, for God's sake, of course. Yes. <laughs> Four two. Oh, my God. Uh, Booker T. Yep. I was going to say him as well. Um, mm. The last go, Nick. Um, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's go. Kevin Nash. <laughs> Kevin Nash! Let's see, let's see, definitely. And... I think you won something. Um, I'll do some live Googling. I don't think you ever won anything WWE, <laughs> did he? Kevin Nash? He won the, he was, yeah, he won the WWE title in 95. Oh, what, is Diesel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And on Wikipedia, it says American actor. It doesn't say wrestler is his first thing. <laughs> I, um, 
No. Yeah, oh. he's not won it. He won the Legends Championship, but that's not a World Championship. He's won Tag Team Championships in TNA, but... Oh. All right, so... After the first round, it's Nick Five, Lance Free. You blame it on the 5G. Oh, yeah. It got five. <laughs> Interfere with your mind. Oh, he must have done. It's Bill Gates' fault. <laughs> right, so you could have had Drew Galloway? Of course. Oh, I was thinking it was. I didn't remember him winning anything in Impact. No, I didn't either. Uh, Mick Foley. Really? RPD and Samoa oh. Joe. Joe, what? When did Joe win? Oh, Joe was NXT. Yeah, he did. Oh, I was I'm thinking Joe. But... How come Matt Hardy doesn't count? Because ECW, ECW was buried. Is... ECW championship wasn't a world title. Yeah, <laughs> it was. No. It's like a dark match title. Hey, you say that, but Bobby Lashley had to stand there when The Undertaker won the Rumble and pretend like he was going to pick him. Yeah, but that's when it was quite good. <laughs> no, that doesn't yeah. count. You moved the year on and it was Chavo Guerrero losing it in 10 <laughs> seconds to Kane. <laughs> Look here, right? It doesn't make it any less prestigious. <laughs> Just because you don't want to count Matt Hardy. <laughs> I think there's bias there. There's some bias there. <laughs> the WWE ECW title is not a world title. No. The ECW title was a world title, but the WWE ECW title wasn't a world title. Oh, this is rigged. This is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put the NXT in just to make it up to over 10 picks. Rigged. I'm going to take this to the group later. Oh, <laughs> I'm taking it to the council. <laughs> You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. None at all. This is how Nick gets booted from the group. <laughs> you have no authority here, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> no authority at all. Why did he sound like that? No idea. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you haven't lived then, Chris. Read it and understand it. I'll send you the link later, Chris, to it. This is James Grayson, and you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Make sure you check it out, guys. It's an awesome podcast. All right, so we're going to d- discuss probably the two big stories from the like fallout of AW uh, Revolution. So in a minute, we'll discuss the Inner Circle War Council. But first, it looks like Christine Cage is going to go straight into the world title soon. He came out, did his not-talking gimmick, joined it, Kenny Omega segment. We all love a non-talking gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I oh, see. I, I think part of me thinks, yeah, it makes a bit of sense. Um, I think, especially if you're going to get Christian Cage in already, that's going to get eyes on. But especially from sort of fans who maybe um, mainstream fans who have sort of been following WWE, they see a big star like Christian come over to AW, they might go, oh, actually, I might tune in to see what he does. So mm. doing the strike and whilst the iron's hot whether it could have just been a way of just instantly putting him into the main card pitch rather than into an actual title feud. Who knows? It could have just been because the fact that they obviously interrupted his his time to come out on the mic. Yeah. Uh, it could have just been a simple bit of revenge for that. Who knows? Um, I know obviously he's got his feud kind of, well, he's got a match kind of Rich Swan. Um, I can't see him dropping the belt certainly before then. But yeah, early indications. It could, I'm trying to, because the next pay-per-view for AW is double or nothing. I suspect they'll have a, 
have a big. I know they've got a dynamite kind of special this week, but I suspect there'll be a another big dynamite sort of show before double yeah. or nothing. So whether they build up to that, um, but AEW, I don't think the AEW like to go straight on just because you've um, just because you're sort of a big star. You get um, a title match. They love to do number one contender matches. So yeah. this could yeah, just be definitely. the the very icing on the cake for uh, him in the main roster. Letting Kenny Omega know that well he's arrived in AEW, so yeah, I think early grounds are fine. Now it just be interesting. One good thing about um, AEW is nothing's kind of predictable. It's, it's not going to go straight right. This is a match concrete for now for in a few weeks' time. At least we know this is just early. This could be just the early early grasp, and through knows next week he could be a. I think yeah, first of all he needs to get some wins under his belt. I think Christian as well, which I'm sure he will over the next couple of weeks or over the next month or so on Dynamite. So. Yeah, WWE seems to like to do this, don't they? They bring somebody in, put them straight into the main events, and then eventually they find their level where they're going to be in the card. I suppose so. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of excited for it. I think he'll. Uh, I think they'll have a really mm. good match together. <clears throat> Did you see Paul Heyman's promo? Um, I think it was before SmackDown, where he's talking about Edge's. Um, I think he said, um, "Even your Christians are deciding to convert." <laughs> no. Mm. He said it like on um, talk. Uh, well, it's not talking smack. I don't know what the pre-show for. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, Jesus. He, yeah, he said like even your Christians are converting. Ooh. Because they're scared of oh, the. I don't miss that. The um, <laughs> the high chief. Head of the head of the table. Yeah, no, that's quite cool actually. I I really popped for it. I thought it was very cool. I can't imagine. Yeah, and to be fair, bro, if, if knowing that, it probably means Vince doesn't give two hoots about that show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's quite cool. But no, yeah, you're right. Match will be brilliant. That's for sure. Um, it will it really will be a good match, and it will just be interesting to see kind of how they how they get there. Um, I can see. Yeah, so I, can, I can see the next is next like biggish. You'd be in Eddie Eddie Kingston. That's still ages away. I can't. It's like yeah, ten weeks away. So they could build, build a Christian feud and then an Eddie Kingston at double or nothing. But I can't see him losing the title until he's feud. I see, I see Adam Adam Page is the one who takes the title off him eventually. Yeah, that seems to be the story they're going for. Christian Imagine the pop if it was Christian. In his what? first match back in nine years, or whatever it was. The, um, I was just, I was just gutted we didn't get a Todd Grisham uh, Christian return. Ah, it's Christian. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. Did you see um, Justin Roberts' tweet? No. When no. he came out, he just tweeted. It was just a video of wherever Justin Roberts sits. It mm-hmm. was a video of Christian coming out, and he captioned it at last year on your own. Ah, mm. I love that. Well, I love that song. Yeah, I think that's my favourite. Yeah, I like um, I liked his last theme. What close um, your eyes? Yeah, I like the woman version though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's... 2005 one. That's my favourite. But I'm quite, I quite like the the last one he had as well. I like I like the mashup with the Nakamura theme, which we used to have in our main in our intro. <laughs> That was good, wasn't Back it? in the day. Mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> What's that funny ghost noise? <laughs> I think uh, I think Nick was about to play it. Yeah. Oh, no, I was said no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think I do like his one he came out to, though, to be fair. But I, you know, again, I didn't watch TNA back. Apparently, it's his TNA theme. 
It sounds yeah. like it. Or very much like, yeah, very much very, like Very it. similar to it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then a new heel faction led by MJF debuted on this week, or oh, last week's Dynamite. Uh, put into he- an end to his involvement with the Inner Circle. Oh, I didn't I, see that coming. I popped my tits nah. off this. I absolutely adore. This is one of my... Why is it with Chris Jericho and like just unreal segments? Um, it, it's... He's still got my favourite segment of all time in Raw with the um, with Kevin Owens. This was pretty one of my favourite Dynamite segments now. Just absolute brilliant from all of them. Um, just the whole thing of it, obviously with um, Sammy Kavara coming out straight away. And straight away, I think my 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 thought process of trying to establish what was going on I was like, oh no, Sammy's going to low blow Chris Jericho. This is he's going to orchestrate a beatdown, and Sammy and MJF are going to hug. Uh, but straight away, then getting the footage, and then MJF going, well, then it was just obviously the hill, their faces outsmarting the, or realizing what the hill's up to. Um, and then, yeah, just MJF crying in the corner. <laughs> um, <laughs> brilliant, absolute brilliant, all of this, an incredible bit of telling. Um, uh, just MJF going, <laughs> going from crying and then to going, because I was too busy building my own. And then the yeah, yeah pitch black, and then the beatdown was was brutal as well. Some like that, and I think last week was I mean was it last week or I think I might be talking to a mate actually about it who's an AEW fan about Sean Spears that we haven't seen him. It was a bit weird the way he just randomly returned last week. It was almost like they they I must have seen. I wondered who he was. I was like, who's that? <laughs> I was confused. I was like, <laughs> it's because he would well, be fair. He's been away for ages, and he returned last week on during the Jungle Bomb match. He was the the mysterious sort of guy that I think the, the, the camera crew or someone uh, <laughs> that he was, but good to see him. But what I say, I thought something was going to happen with him. I was like, oh, they brought him back. There must surely be a purpose to to him. And they've always said how lucky they are to have Sean Spears as well on the roster. And that little brute, that kick to Sammy Guevara through the the chair was just pretty brute. The whole beatdown was brutal. Wardlow yeah, um, was, was immense. Yeah. This, of course. I think, and Emma Jeff was amazing because he just sat in the corner and watched it happen. Yeah, be basically gave, being like the Jericho. Gave, gave Jericho one punch, does it? I think he stopped Jericho yeah, from getting his bat. But I just love it. Yeah. Already turned in a circle, all of them faces, and I was just digging all of them as faces. Now, like oh, hey, hey, like you can have Hager, Wardlow, and a, obviously they've had problems before, but then they had to kind of for the sake of the group, Guevara. Um, well, I suspect Guevara. You kind of got everyone on level. Jericho, MJF will be obviously the two leaders. I suspect well, kind of the leaders of the factions. You've got the two big men in Wardlow and MJF. You've got the tag team in LAX and um, and obviously um, FTR. And then you've got Sammy and Sean Spears as well. So it's, yeah, this is really, really brilliant. I suspect, now I, I think there's two ways it'll go. It'll put, on my view is, I'm what I hope, a stadium stampy too. I suspect at double or nothing. I've heard, I've heard Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts was their also... Version, their, version, their version of uh, War Games. Because they wanted to do that last year, but obviously the 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 pandemic hit, hence why it got reverted to um, the stadium stampede, which was yeah. So now now the elite have kind of moved apart from each other. Makes yeah, it makes sense. We're in a circle. This is apparently the called the pinnacle. Do you think? Yeah, interesting. Um, 
Yeah, it'd have to, I think, like you said in the chat, Chris, I think it would grow on me. Uh, well, I, I, I didn't like I didn't like Undisputed Era when it first came out. I thought I was oh, because I, I, I like I thought they were going to be called the Dishonored or something like that. It's all a bit big of the guys, but yeah, grew up. Great, they, so they tend to grow on me. I, was, I wasn't a fan of the Inner Circle. I thought that's a bit. I wasn't a fan of the Shield when that when that was <laughs> created. So, uh, there's, I'm sure yeah, on me, but. it will. No, but it, I, I'm all for this. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, the only uh, Tully Blanchard in it, I think that kind of, uh, he kind of gets in, I think he might now kind of get in the way a bit, I think. But, How dare uh, you? I know, I don't want because he's been brilliant. As, as being the in there. I suppose it adds another manager in, but... How dare you talk about Tully like that? Well, he was actually surprising. He was good in the ring as well last week on, on Dynamite. <laughs> but though, um, Always be sick. I just think he'll be more as just better as a like a bit like a Arn Anderson and Jake the Snake Roberts at the moment, just as a simple one manager. I, don't, I think putting him in a stable is a bit point, a bit of a waste almost for him, where he could be better as being like someone's a heel or a faces manager. So, um, but you never know that could that could easily be a way for MJF to get even more heat if you kick the old the poor old boy out the out of the group. Yeah. That would just add even more heat to them. Um, so. There's there's just so many ways this can go, but yeah, the one thing it was it absolutely surprised me, and just really 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 good bit of booking again, and and again making as you say guys like Sean Spears um, feel relevant almost again as well because he's not been booked the strongest in uh, in AEW. I know he had this whole thing with Cody, which was quite good when with the whole chair incident, but since then he's I know he's I don't know whether he's been injured at all because he has been away for quite a while, but um, I think he has been injured for about. The best part of a year he's been out. In- yeah, he's been out for a while. Yeah, definitely. Well, back with a bang, and as I say, Sammy Guevara, great. I think he'll be a you want to be a really good baby face as well. Now that was quite a good pop as well. For I know it's hard. He got quite a good pop when his music hit as well. So um, yeah, I'm really excited. I just hope Jericho is still a dickhead on the commentary because <laughs> I don't want to see him as being a proper baby face. But yeah, as long as he says, "Oh, I hate these guys," when people come out on commentary, I'm happy. Between, I won't we? Yeah, I hope I hope they just they don't go full on babyface, but I suspect it's good having him as a face for when crowds sort of can start to come back in. I think as I say that the moment when it's a full crowd coming out to Judas will be wow, it will be yeah. amazing to think about. But um, that's pretty, in my mind. But sadly, my bold prediction has not come true again, has it? I said MJF will take over the inner circle, but can I just add in here? But I, I meant to say he's building his own. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always lying? <laughs> <laughs> but no, loved, loved all of this. And yeah, the, the excitement for, for what they can do now with this is, is great. And then also as well, it opens up like, oh, maybe um, will anyone switch allegiances? Like, uh, like so it's, yeah. Yeah, they, they, Chris Jericho was teasing new members of the so I was wondering if they could, or will they bring in new members? And they, they are making like, it's a bit like New Japan, the way everyone's in like factions. Yeah, like the, the, the I imagine Dark, the- Dark Order and the Nightmare Family and uh, the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. Everyone kind of fits into these things. Like, so I imagine that's where they're taking their inspiration from. Mm. Yeah, even if you, yeah, even New Japan, you, you, looking at it, you don't, you don't, wouldn't know everyone's in the faction, but yeah, even if they're just loosely in factions, it's. When I watch it, it's like, oh, he's from Chaos and he's from Bullet Club. I, just, I like it. Oh. Kind of gives yeah, me um, 
Oh, I still hope they bring in a like a state like a, a freeway championship. Um, because yeah, the amount of stables they've got is good to work with. Um, yeah, I, I, want, f- I want a freeway title for me, Jack and Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want it, but more for um, best friends and uh, and Orange Cassidy. Well, they've got nothing on the front line. I like the Jurassic Express. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love I love Death Triangle. I just love everyone. Give everyone a title. <laughs> look, look here, I'm telling you now, me, Jack and Stacey, we beat them all. That's an exclusive. We we beat them all. It's not an exclusive. It's a spoiler. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not even a spoiler. It's just facts. It's a fact. We beat them all. This is the high-flying Finnish luchador Eccentrico telling you're listening to the high-flying Broken But Glorious podcast. All right, so it's time the final of a question of sports entertainment it's 5-3 to Nick you ever watched the Champions so, League final in 1999 yeah, yeah I think we all think is everyone's one of everyone's favourite domestic sporting events of all time I, I, I watched it live on TV it's continental but yeah this is what's about to happen <laughs> <laughs> just call me Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer because I'm about to put it in the back of your net good luck I don't need it but <clears throat> the losers well, I, was, I was nicely doing my script, and my boss came and goes, Chris, can you have half an hour lunch today? So I just kind of have to throw this question together that quick. So it's quite... <laughs> so uh, name wrestlers who wrestled on the main card of the last fast lane, which was in 2019. 2019? Oh, no. Well, there wasn't one last year, was there? Yeah, because it was the Saudi show yeah. instead. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I, I originally looked up fast lane 2020, and they're like, nope. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, I can't think of anything. So, Lance. Braun Strowman. <laughs> He's hit the bar from his first spot kick. Quickly Google it, but I'm sure he wasn't. I can't even think of it. This is allowing chance for Lance to now Google the answers. <laughs> Mark tempted to at this point. No. 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 Cool. My, my go. No, Bond Sherman. Um, Dean Ambrose. Yes. Correct. Seth Rollins. Yes. Roman Reigns. Yes. Oh, I thought that was when he was ill. I think it was his first pay-per-view back. Was it? I thought Mania was his first pay-per-view back. I think he... I've got a feeling he returned on the go-home show before far. I could be wrong. I well, he was on it anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless Chris has got it wrong, like he did at Christmas. Mm. <laughs> uh, I, didn't. I, 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 I didn't do anything wrong. If you listen back to the episode, it's, mm. it's, it's edited amazing, so it doesn't sound yeah. like done anything. Right, um, Drew no, Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. You, 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 can say you only need one more guy from this from this six man oh. tag. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. No. Well, I won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baron Corbin was the other person in that match. The six match. It was the Shield versus Baron Corbin, Drew and Bobby. I thought it was Baron. I couldn't think. Congratulations, Nick. Lance, you're on duty next week. So, um, so you could have had Alistair Black, Andrade, Asuka, Bailey, Becky Lynch, Bobby Roode, Cesaro, Chuck Gable, Charlotte, Brian, um, The Revival, um, The Usos, Owens, 
Kofi Kingston, Mandy Rose, The Staff Rally, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, R-Truth, Samoa Joe, Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Shane McMahon, Sheamus, Nina, and The Miz. I was going to say The Miz, actually. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, Shane McMahon, I forgot about him. Yeah, The Miz. Shane and The Miz had a tag team top match. Oh, yeah, I think this is when Shane turned heel. Mm. And his character has just been a pain in... <laughs> we saw the greatest character of all time, Miz Dad. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a very. I think from Mania onwards, it was horrible viewing. I think uh, 2019 up until Extreme Rules, where we saw Drew and Unders- uh, the Undertaker and Reigns versus Drew and Shane. Oh, hardly remember it. The, what they called the dark? Holy called the big dog dogs of war. Dogs of. No, the dogs of war. Graveyard, oh. graveyard dogs. Graveyard dogs. Yes. Hold on, do they actually go by that name? <laughs> I'm sure that's. Uh, I don't know if they were christened that name or they actually went by that name. I'm sure they're graveyard dogs. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to think the... dogs in my yard. I was like, no, that's not. Who <laughs> <laughs> let the dogs out? This is the professional Nathan Cruz, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious podcast because, like me, you are head to toe a pro. Right, so we'll finish the show on our predictions for WWE Fastlane this Sunday. So first on my list, we have Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. Edge or Jey Uso will be the special enforcer. I think they're having the match on SmackDown this week to decide who will be the special enforcer. Um, I think I think it's going to be um Edge. Yeah, Edge. I was sorry. Uh, actually, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. In terms of the in terms of the match, I think um, I think Reigns. So you wins. did ask who's going to be the enforcer, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I thought I did. Message when the way you've answered, I was like, hold on. Yes. In terms of the match, I think Reigns Reigns wins. Um, I, but I don't know. I I've got. I'll be more buzzed to see Brian in it as a triple threat match. But then does that feel kind of they're taking they're kind of taking the easy way out uh, of trying to, and it I kind think, of screams. I think like, it'll be a- I think it's going to be a triple threat match at Mania now. I've got it. Edge is going to do some cost Brian somehow. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Well, I think they've kind of again. This has all been booked pretty appallingly, I think, and it's. Um, I think they've kind of just again. It's all. It almost screams like it's a better booked version of the uh, whole Batista Orton debacle in twenty ten, uh, twenty fourteen. Sorry, um, I just. Yeah, uh, <laughs> But everybody wants to see Reigns versus Edge. Oh, I was like, excited. Nobody, wanted, nobody wanted to see Orton versus Batista. Yeah, I know, there, that's what I'm saying. It's better booked in that sense. The fact that it's actually, at least if we do get it, it will be a good match. But I can't, I can't say that. I think all the elements are there. It's been, it's been the elements are there for a good story. I think it's just been executed pretty poor. Yeah, yeah. So. That's exactly it. I just, yeah, I think, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, regardless of what happens, it will be a good match. But I, I, I don't know. I'd have more of a buzz for being for Brian in there. But again, then as I say, it kind of feels like they're just kind of hitting the safety net, and they're kind of going. But I don't like it when they go back to doing something that bailed them out kind of last time, as good as it was last time. It was one of my favourite WrestleMania moments. But um, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it goes, though. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping I'll be proved wrong, and something will magically happen. 
But yeah, at the moment, I feel like I need, there's there's a need to do a lot more to save. Given how close, I mean, it's all sprung up on how close we actually are getting to Maine. I know usually the same buzz of excitement. It's I've personally not felt it this year, uh, but I think it's probably because of well, it's not obviously been a normal build to Maine without the fans and everything. But I don't know. I feel like yeah, I need that excitement to really get me going. I can't see what else they'll do with Brian at Mania if he's not in the title match the way he's been booked recently. Unless they, wait, they do a flip and Jey Uso is the guest enforcer and he casts Brian and then they go into a match. I, was thinking I can't see what was, else they do with him. I, I think whoever is the enforcer, he'll end up having a match with in some way. So if mm. it, obviously if it's Edge, he's going to be in the triple threat. That's where I think it's going anyway because they keep teasing like them having some kind of beef on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, might get, um, I might go Brian, Brian by disqualification or or Reigns by disqualification. Just not a, not a clean finish. Yeah. I, my my view is maybe uh, Brian versus Seth. It provided they get Seth versus Cesaro out of the way at Fastlane, then maybe Brian versus Seth at Mania. I know then that's a bit harsh on Cesaro, and he's kind of been shafted from from Mania. No, I think I think definitely think that Cesaro and um, Rollins is going to be at Mania. Well, no, I mean I've, not, yeah. I've got no problems with that. That would probably be a match, of the, match of the night contender. But uh, and I think yeah, you need to keep Cesaro hot. But but then Brian's one of your biggest stars. You can't not have him in a big match. So it's yeah, I feel like they're kind of booking there a bit. Yeah, at the moment it's all a bit. Ooh, what, what, I, I do. I feel like I can't mean it has a bit of sympathy for them whatever they do there'll be a few there'll be people it will, whatever they do will kind of be wrong but um, yeah it's 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 kind of their own fault for getting into this situation where usually I find Rumble to Mania is just quite straightforward but it can't really be more easier to book um, no. <laughs> it, it really isn't that difficult to book your kind of biggest well your biggest night of the year as well so um yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm, I think it'll be Reigns that will win. Uh, and I still hope that it doesn't... And I say, I just hope they put something in line for Brian for, for Mania. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next we have Intercontinental Championship, Big E versus Apollo Crews. What do you think of Apollo Crews' new Nigerian... I was going to say accent, but gimmick. Um, <laughs> my first thought, is this a little bit racist? The fact they've um, just randomly given him an accent. Um mm. Like, it almost screams like the opposite of what they did with Kofi back in, was it 2009, when he had a Jamaican accent and that went, and then Triple H questioned about it on Raw one time. Then you used, used to be Jamaican. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's, well, I'm happy they're giving Apollo Crews science to work with, because I know he's always actually said on podcasts and what have you that he wants to be a heel. So mm. this could potentially, I suppose it could actually be Apollo's kind of work of what he kind of described and how he wanted to be, be this heel. So... Uh, whether that's happened, that's that's good that he's got his own thing he wants to work with, um, and he's up against a very lovable baby face in Big E. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for this kind of feud. I did. I I, I think they probably won't have enough legs to get it to Mania. I suspect. Then there's I think with SmackDown having a lot of talent that you, I think they'll probably this will be a mid a mid kind. Of, I think there'll be a, the multi man match, whether it's a ladder match, mm. which I, I, I think will be will be for the Intercontinental, given you've got Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin trying to get, I think Big E loves to do his open challenges, so yeah. I think Big E will win um, there as, at, at Fastlane, and then I suspect it'll be a six-man match at uh, Mania. 
I just can't see he gives somebody such a big gimmick change and then they just lose. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he might take the title off him. I think he'll take the title off him this weekend and then they'll feud into WrestleMania. I won't have any complaints of Apollo Crews winning the title. Like, like Chris says, I don't think you could do such a big change to someone's character and then just go, yeah, good luck. Well, I mean, we, we could be here all night talking about uh, <laughs> uh, the guy, oh, for, guy for example. <laughs> but, no, I know what you mean. In, you definitely uh, could yeah. do it, but I'm kind of keeping faith. Yeah. And to be fair, I think if Biggie does lose the title, he'll still be well over, and I don't think it'll do him much harm, but I just want to see him keep hold of the belt for quite a while, because so I'm just a big it's fan of Biggie. Sorry, I missed that. So it definitely won't do him any harm to lose. No, I think it would. Yeah, you're right. It could potentially do a cruise more harm. As that's one, I think it will. If Biggie wins, it will go into a six man. I suspect. Yeah, if Cruise. Well, if Cruise wins, it'll probably be a rematch, maybe a, even a gimmick match at Mania for the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I think they want they want to move Biggie into the main event scene, possibly in the next year or so. So. That's- yeah, I suppose. Then you could if Reigns. I don't know if Reigns keeps the title after Mania, then. That could be another contender for him, so... Yeah, that'd be a different match for him. <laughs> uh, then we have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defend their titles against Banks and Bianca Bella. Do you know what? I already I already forgot that this was this was, this match already happened at Elimination Chamber, and that was only a few weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same result. I don't, I don't see it uh, changing hands. Uh, yeah, I, I think, and I think that this will be the first start of violence. I think between um, Banks and Belair. Not yeah. saying one of them will turn heel. I can just see it. I can just see them both coming on close. each other, like yeah. um, Sean and Cena. Well, yeah, I, I think Bianca started to um, Bianca started to get wound up the session, like not maybe not take like not take, getting too, well, as angry as as her. Saying that I care more about wins with this Reginald, like ways you're messing around with this Reginald bloke. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it will come to blows, and we'll we'll certainly see a bit of violence because it took a, even Austin Rock going back to 2001. That took a while for them to actually get into a bit of violence um, going into their match. I think it took for for Angle to start beating up Deborah for uh, for them to first hit the moves on each other. Um, so yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think how many more weeks it is after Fastlane. It's maybe three or four, isn't it? So I think it's four We've weeks. Got three, 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 three rows left. I think. Jesus. Yeah. So there'll be there'll be enough time for certainly for Sasha and Bianca to yeah, we'll have more violence going on with one another, and and yeah, and, and promo work. So yeah, I think this could be the first start of the feud going nasty. I could I could see Sasha and Bianca winning the titles, and then they could put Baszler into a feud with. Oscar, because Oscar came back. Well, this was well, actually part of the titles. Then, if they get, they put it on the two people who are going to be main eventing, are they just going to Sean and Cena it? Where they just ignore the fact that they've got it? Yeah, they one half of the tag team champions. <laughs> and it was really awkward because you're like, so you just <laughs> not put your tag champions on the show, but you have but separate. I didn't realise that was a thing until I did a I did a quiz during lockdown for first lockdown. Um, oh God. Just over a year ago, uh, mm-hmm. just under a year ago, um, and uh, yeah, I, cause I was like, oh yeah, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. But I was like, oh, actually, this could be quite a good one because most people forget about Cena and Sean. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I don't like the idea of just turning <clears throat> off the women's tag titles. Well, especially given that we've just had the NXT, the whole NXT discussion earlier on the show. Again, yeah, why wouldn't you give it to them yeah. if you're if you're going to do something like that? 
Exactly. That's why I think you won't do it. Because they just give it to the two girls on NXT otherwise. And I think as well it gives them it gives this a place on the card as well. Otherwise it completely takes the whole women's tag titles away from Mania as well. If they're not because they, they won't they won't they won't do double duty or anything like that. So um yeah. It'll it'll be well at least Jack at least to keep Shane on the card, I guess. Uh whichever card, Shane on the card and then whoever they face on the card. And then it's just finding a tag team which they can probably try and throw together because <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an entire it's an entire one more match, isn't it, for everyone to like get onto WrestleMania? I suspect, yeah, you could literally just do anyone who's almost like playing a game, like you know, in those games you used to play. or get into pairs of two, and you have to quickly grab someone. <laughs> and, you're, <laughs> and you're at school, and it's like, right, you get your partner, and then it's like you've got like the one person in the class who like nobody. Yeah, likes. you stare at you. Uh, you already stare at your best friend, don't you? Like going, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then the teacher's just getting like, it in. Just... You two aren't going together. You two aren't going together. You two aren't going together. You just do nothing but talk. Yeah, then it, then it creates panic, and you have to go. Okay, well, oh Christ, who? Oh, you don't. God, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm sure um, there'll probably be like a, maybe even a multi-man, uh, multi-woman match at uh, mainly for the tag titles. But yeah, Shayna and Baszler, like uh, sorry, Jackson Baszler, Jackson Baszler. I can't see Shayna and I can't see dropping it. I can't okay. see Shayna and Baszler dropping it either. <laughs> Then we have Drew versus Sheamus. Drew no versus McIntyre. <laughs> well, I'm so angry No stipulation, now. no number one contender. I, I thought it was going to be a last man standing match for number one contendership. <laughs> that would make too much sense, wouldn't it, doing that? Yeah, the, I June. looked it up while, we were, while we've been talking, and they announced it at 12 hmm. o'clock last night on Twitter. That has really wound me up, that has. You re- I mean, it wound me up enough last year where um, Range just came out and goes, well, I'm next. It yeah. completely derails <laughs> the whole purpose of WrestleMania. I mean, it annoys me at the best of times, even if you're going into backlash or something because uh, for a pay per view, right? Well, I don't know how simple is it just to make a number one contenders match to have a bit of uh, just for a bit of credibility and a bit of just normal normal booking sense. I mean, yeah, this is just ridiculous. The fact that they could have a brutal they've obviously hit each other with the stairs a few weeks ago on Raw. Um, which was, I thought, I actually quite enjoyed that spot. I've actually enjoyed their matches as well, and I've actually kind of enjoyed this feud. Um, mm. Been a bit bumpy along the way, but um, I mean, and we all kind of knew it was coming. Seamus was going to turn on, on Drew, but in all fairness, there's worse things that have happened over the last year in WWE. Um, this has certainly not been one of the worst things, but um, but yeah, I um, have no idea why they couldn't have made a simple last man standing match and yeah, number one contender. At least then Drew Drew goes off looking at least become strongs again. He's just beaten a well, a big man in Sheamus in a brutal match. So at least it gives Drew his kind of momentum back, his his badass back, and it kind of gets a bit of sets up now. It's just yeah. So far, has no WWE title. <laughs> you can give him his badass back. Sup- you not give him his good ass back as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! There's no Lashley, Miz or. Lashley, Miz, and Morrison. Some type of throwaway WWE title match. Well, yeah, I don't get why, again, this was wasted on Raw a few weeks ago with the rematch straight away after. Surely they would have just, like, especially Miz being a bit of a, again, simple bit of booking. Miz would have just come out and goes, yeah, well, fair enough, you beat me because I didn't want to wrestle on Raw, so we'll have my rematch and I'll be ready at Fastlane. So there you are, you have a match. And then, yeah, you could even just have, have a squash if you want to again. But, yeah, now again, it just, yeah, I, I think it would just be the hurt business doing 
nothing on this show. I think they'll just probably have a, maybe just watch from. I was, I was about to say in a, in a booth, but that won't be happening, will it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and then we've got two strange matches announced: uh, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Oh, I thought we were going to wait for Mania for that. Yeah. Oh, this is. I don't know where this is going. It's been this has been the worst bit booking in the build up to Mania. I mean, it's just I, I used to love. I Shane. thought you would have loved that. I thought you would have loved last night. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I have seen it. Yeah, no, I did think of. I did see Sign on Twitter. I think um, uh, Adam. I saw someone put a picture of um, Dave Benson. Uh, Dave Benson Phillips holding a bit of gun. Show mm-hmm. yeah. unless the payoff. Unless the payoff to this is Dave Benson Phillips comes out and gets a mania moment, then I'm I'm happy. Um, but... Well, that was the best match I've ever seen at Ripside. Um, was it? It was, yeah. That's the, yeah, the anti-fun police and Session Moth Martina and, and, um, and Dave Benson Phillips turn up and Shane gets thrown in, <laughs> Shane gets thrown in the, then I'm happy, but no. Uh, but in, in, in the fact we're not talking about a UK house show, we're talking about going to the biggest event in wrestling history, WrestleMania. Yeah, I, d- I don't know where to start with this. I mean, I, I just, yeah. I think it'll be a no contest, I think, because I'll stretch it out to Mania. But, gosh, yeah. W- words fail me of how crap this this build has been. I don't know what to say about that. I'm going to go Strom and... I'm going to go Shane. <laughs> just for the chaos. If Shane wins, it has to be Shane with lots of shenanigans. I think. All the guns. <laughs> Gave me proper DX vibes, you know, and I was like, hold on, are we getting the DX Express back together? If Shane, oh, I'll DX have Shane, Express. if Shane can get someone to help him win at Fastlane, and then it's Trip a tag match. Triple H, Triple H, Triple oh, H. And then it's Strowman and Dave Benson Phillips versus Shane, uh, Shane and, um, Triple H. No, get, um, get the anti fun please, to help Shane. At least then it's <gasps> they're building, oh my building God, from what about the Mean Street Posse? <laughs> oh my God! Imagine. What are they doing these days? <laughs> Not a lot, I don't think. Yeah. Oh my God! Imagine Mean Street Posse versus Braun Strowman and Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's, it, not, it's it, not the craziest it. tag match that Braun Strowman's had on WrestleMania. Oh, is it? Pete Gas is fifty. Hey. Rodney, Rodney is um, 50. They're probably all the same age when they all meet. And Joey Abs yeah, is 49, but they says they've all retired in 2001. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was because they got released in 2001 because Vince didn't yeah, want to Rodney and Picasso words. Yeah, they were. Oh, they were, they were all in the same. I didn't realize they went to Shane's school, half of them. Yeah, that's why they got yeah, in. That's they, they got they in like mates. Is it, is it any, it's any Joey Abs was actually a wrestler. It was all a laugh, basically. It was like his mates wanted to be wrestlers, so he was like, "Go on, then, we'll trip." <laughs> and they got trained by, I think, um, Doctor Tom Pritchard trained them. Wow! And then, the, right, yeah, so it's basically the, like the only... like starting a five-side yeah. team with your mates. <laughs> <laughs> and I proper rate that a five-side team that he's made. Just like, yeah, lads, let's go do some wrestling on telly. I love it. <laughs> I think that's one of the best stories. Strowman versus Shane will get a finish because I don't think Alexa Bliss versus Orson will be a match. No, it won't be a match. It'll, it'll be spooky. Yeah, it'll be a segment. I can't see them having two no contests on the show when it's WWE. Mean Street Posse. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't see them going see in. I'd love to see it. Four and two. There you go. Ron and Benson Phillips versus them. I'll be mint. How do you think they're going to book Bliss versus Orton? I can't see it being headlocks and takedowns. Pure old school wrestling. Yeah. One hour time limit draw. No, Could I it be completely cinematic? Uh, no. Weird. I don't see it being fully cinematic, but mostly cinematic. It has to finish with Orton, RKO in Orton. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Orton, RKO in Orton? Yes. Orton was, talk, Orton was talking to himself through the TV the other week. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I'm going to be honest. I've actually really enjoyed this. I know this has not got a lot of praise, but this has actually kept me watching Raw this whole feud for all the wrong oh, reasons. Uh, stupid. It's proper early 90s stupid feud. Yeah, it is. And that's Top what's actually... Going to warrior. It's, <laughs> it's kept me interested in, in Raw, if I'm honest. Um, it's, so, been mo- it's been the most exciting thing on Raw. But I think I does said it all. <laughs> Of, I don't the, think it's bad, you know. I think it's just different. It, it is good. No, I, I will give it a bit of credit. It is something different. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am. This is pretty. It, it this shouldn't be the match I'm most excited for, but it is. Because um, <laughs> I should be excited for the WWE title match, uh, or world title match, or an actual wrestling match, not something that's going to be weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> Embrace and, it. I, I, I think it would just be the case of they get in the ring, lights go out, and Wyatt or someone appears and just beats the head out of Orton. Chris, Chris be very white, it's going to turn up. Oh, yes. Or do you reckon he walks out of like a, I don't know. <gasps> what if he does the thing that The Undertaker did at the Survivor Series? Sorry, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, when the coffin was on fire and he walked out of it. That's what Orton's been there before as well. Because he came oh out to God, attack. Imagine he beat right. So he beats Alexa Bliss. He stood there and he's like gloating, like, "Oh my God, I just beat her!" Ha 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 ha! Like, like. I'm can, actually, can you imagine if they just go complete opposite and uh, go? Um, do you remember when we fought Orton Triple H at WrestleMania 25? It was going to be a proper brutal match, and it turned to be a technical wrestling match. <laughs> so this, 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 this just becomes a really good wrestling match. <laughs> Bliss like it's twisted Bliss on him. <laughs> but yeah, it's like they're being a bastard because he's won. And then you just see at the top of the ramp flaming coffin, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> and he just punches the door off it. It won't main event the show, will it? Surely. Oh, it best that. It could main event WrestleMania for all I care. I think it'd be mint. One thing I do love about whenever they do anything weird on like Raw with Molly Morton and Bliss, I love it when it just goes back to the commentators and they all just go. And we all just stare at one of them, or all stare at Brian Brian, Brian Saxon, just so confused, and then it's like. I, I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. what? You should hire me as a commentator because I wouldn't have that reaction. I'd be just like, do it again! <laughs> I love it. Oh, I don't care what Dave Meltzer says. I think it's been mint. Yeah, I want more it. stuff like this. <laughs> it's just so out there and like, it's creative. That's what I, I like it because it feels like someone's sat there putting effort into it. And, and Orton seems to be enjoying it as well. Exactly. I like it when, when when Orton's engaged, he does has good matches, and he seems to be and yeah, I just having fun with it. Yeah. Night two That's of true. WrestleMania to be an entire cinematic match of John Cena, Randy Orton, and Triple H trying to find their way out of the Firefly Fly Funhouse universe. Triple yeah. H. Triple H, yeah, because he's been kidnapped, hasn't he? Is he? Yeah. He had the the hammer. He was going to kill Randy Orton, and then poof, disappeared. 
Oh, that's because he got Orton got shot with a fireball. Yeah, but he disappeared before he got shot because he was left in the ring on his own. Oh, I thought he was just out. I thought he was out just on the floor. Why would he be on the floor? He had his hammer above his head. He was about to kill him with the flaming hammer. Because we've got, how I many know, we all suffer from short-term memory loss. No, he, he disappeared <laughs> into the Firefly Funhouse. And night two of WrestleMania is going to be Firefly Funhouse Mania. And it'll be Randy Orton, John Cena and Triple H trying to find the way out. Then they'll have like a pose on the stage like the end of the era, like Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh my God, it'd be so good. It would be so good. <laughs> Like, you'd have, uh, like, past versions of Triple H turning up, like, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and then, like, transitioning <laughs> through that interview of, with him and Jim Ross. It's like a four-hour film of, like, their careers, but they're like, trying to help each other out, like, turning wow. up in, like, weird moments of, like, history. That would get like, me more yeah. buzzed Randy Orton yeah. Bob Holly in his first match, but then, like, Triple H runs down the ramp, and he's like, we need to go! And he's like, what? <laughs> it's like, you're in a dream! <laughs> and he's like, I know, I'm about to beat Bob Holly, mate. What you? Oh, I'm so good. Sounds right. <laughs> I've been saying this for months. It would be amazing. I think it'd definitely be a play on last year's five foot. Yeah, five yeah, foot, yeah. But an awesome version. Orton Cena Triple H, the ultimate body cop film. Because <laughs> then you have the tension between them all because they've all faced each other, and it's a throwback to WrestleMania 24, and that's where the match ends. Amazing. They're all in the ring yeah. at WrestleMania 24 and Bray Wyatt is there at the top of the ramp and they're like, hold on, what are we doing? We need to have him. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It'd be so good. If someone at WWE is listening, please, please do it. <laughs> all I've wanted for the past year. Because <laughs> I when I started pitching it originally, it was just John Cena and Randy Orton, but throw Triple H in as well. That'd be, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> I'm going to start a petition. <laughs> alright Lance do you want to flog your t-shirts where we go I want to flog this match more but yeah sure <laughs> you can find my beautiful t-shirts at lanchevera12.bigcartel.com they're yes, always and, there uh, yes I'm going to wear your t-shirt to work tomorrow oh yes do it are you actually in the office yeah can you wear a post-it note on your back saying where to buy them from <laughs> like with a picture of my face and just like my my details. Okay, if you want. <laughs> don't be happy. Just, just so I can get more sales, really. Because <laughs> I don't think you want to buy another t-shirt, do you? <laughs> what was that? Unless Rachel wants one. Unless you do kid sizes. Sure, I could have one. <laughs> I, I've got smalls <laughs> somewhere. Oh, he's, yeah, he's a small. You want to just buy the collection? I'll just send you. I'll just send you the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, BG Wrestling also have a wrestling tea store. Currently have two designs, the BBG logo and the Grapple Arcade logo. Um, link will be in the description. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Check out Lance's t-shirt, it's really good. Oh. Yes. What do you think of my t-shirts, Nick? Very good. I will get one <laughs> one day. One day. Holding you to that. Uh, so yeah, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling and our website is bbgwrestling.com. Enjoy Fast Lane. Good night. Good night. Good night.